Hey, hey amigas. amigas, we're back. We've been gone for a month. Yeah, we went missing, <laughs> but we're still alive. We got found. Um, we've been missing because we've recently, you guys probably don't care about this, but we've recently had to switch up our recording schedule um, because Miss Candlemaker is very busy. She's in her busy season right now with um, holidays and like fall and winter approaching. So we've had to change up our schedule, but then she got really sick. Yeah, I got quite sick. And a fun fact, but that's not fun, is that I have acute bronchitis. So basically, (laughs) most of the time when I get any kind of sickness, um, I have a lingering, like, awful – it goes from dry to, like, whatever. It's a cough that just hangs out in yeah. my body yeah and it's really uncomfortable so yeah. um i was trying to stay away from people as much as possible i didn't have a voice at a certain no, point your and... body was all achy but i think that was like from the gym right from like yeah going it, hard yeah and it was like hard because like i was sick for a period of it was like elongated and like actually being sick and then when i finally got better i was like okay i'm gonna hit the gym for the first time since I've moved. It had been months. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. Like, I'm better. And then I just got hit with another wave of sickness not, like, three days later. Yeah. Yeah. There was, like, points where I couldn't get out of bed. Like, it was really bad. Ugh. I, like, someone told me, and I think I told you this too, that, like, being sick is just, like, the most inconvenient thing ever. Like, whenever I get sick, I'm like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time to slow down. But it's also, like, kind of, like, I guess a good thing because you're forced to slow down. Like, our bodies aren't supposed to be going hard like that. Yeah, yeah. It was intense. And then it's also, I don't know, I think I've heard that other people relate to this. Like, when you're sick, it kind of triggers, like, a – yeah, I was talking to Bailey about this. It's like, am I depressed or am I just resting a lot yeah. because I'm sick? And it kind of yeah. tricks your brain into thinking like this feels like a depression. Yeah. And then like I actually went into a depression. So yeah. I was like, cool. Like I'm Love sick that. and depressed. <laughs> um, but I'm feeling a lot better at yeah. this point. So. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you are back because – I mean, I hadn't seen you at that point, I think in like two weeks. Yeah. Which is a long time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Or like had even heard from you because you like had lost your voice or just like were mm-hmm. out of it. So yeah, I kind of just fell off the face of the earth. Like people were texting me and I wasn't like ignoring them per se, but I just was like didn't have it in me, yeah. honestly, yeah. To, to return texts and stuff. So yeah. Ugh, that was hard. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad it's over though. I'm so glad it's over. I'm glad you're back. Thanks. Um, we'll fill you guys in on like life updates. I feel like it's also kind of a life update for like for us two to like tell each other because the past few times we've seen each other has been like very social, like a lot of people, a lot of people, yeah. or like we've been like diving into like really heavy stuff, <laughs> like therapy and stuff. So like we yeah. haven't been able to like talk a little bit more like lighthearted. So it'll be fun to talk about that. Um, but first, we wanted to today we're recording this. Um, Thursday, September 15th. And so today is the start of Hispanic Heritage Month. Yes. So we wanted to like say a little something about that and just like talk freely. But first off, happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Yes. Um, We were discussing before we started recording like the difference between Hispanic and Latino. And um, I don't know if I should I yeah, just explain it because like educate them. Just <laughs> oh my gosh, I personally don't think everybody knows what the yeah. difference is. I didn't even know growing up either. That's mm-hmm. the funny thing. Like 
you know how I'm like on applications, like you, are you Hispanic your race is, and yeah, or, ethnicity. Oh, and then Latino was separate, wasn't it? Or no, no, they're usually in the same thing. Oh, Hispanic slash. Yeah. Okay. The ones that I always saw, I actually saw TikTok about this. Like sometimes they didn't even have Hispanic or Latino. They had like white black slash african-american and then they had like alaskan native or something and then yeah. asian and i i literally was like what do i check i'm none of these yeah it's probably so confusing it's very confusing i but... never knew what to check either to be honest yeah. with you so i would usually just put white or hispanic yeah yeah I, one time i put asian because i was mad that they were asking i was just like why does this matter i forget where i was and i was like I'm just yeah gonna they do this. ask at random like, I remember doing it for, like, things in high school. I feel like yeah, the SATs it was in high or school. something. It was in high yeah. school. Like, and I was like, why does it matter? Pro- there's probably a reason. Yeah. yeah. We're all, like, talking shit. But <laughs> there's probably a legit reason. Yeah. Um. So the difference between Hispanic and Latino, which, like, I am not really one to educate because I'm all learning this, too. Like, it was just stuff that I – I don't know. It's, like, whatever. I don't need to get into that. But Hispanic refers to someone of – or from a Spanish-speaking country or descent. So that includes Spain. Spain is in Europe. Um, but Spaniards or Spanish people wouldn't be Latino. So Latino is referring to people from Latin American countries. So also other Spanish-speaking countries. Um, but that's including Brazil because in Brazil, they speak Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not including Spain because Spain is in Europe, right. if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's a little confusing, but yeah. it makes sense. Basically, yeah. Hispanic includes Europe, Spain, and Latino does not include that. It includes Brazil, Portuguese. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Boom. So I guess, like, I am I would be both because I'm Brazilian, too. Yeah, of course so you'd be both. Yeah. Eu falo português também. Mm. But, um... Yeah, I I don't know. It, I can see how it's confusing. And I feel like a lot of people who are Hispanic or Latino don't even really know the difference yeah. either. So it's just a good conversation to have. We don't have to judge. We don't have to get all crazy about it. But uh, <laughs> I feel like TikTok sometimes gets super crazy with like certain yeah. terms. And I'm like, you guys need to calm the frick down. Yeah. Because um, yeah. we're all learning this together. Like I said, I didn't know this growing mm-hmm. up. And I've been different my whole life from like, other people. I'm a minority, but I'm learning this too as time goes by. So, right. um, yeah, I, we were kind of like talking, I feel like I'm talking so much. No, you're fine. Uh, Justine and I were talking right before this and just kind of trying to like figure out, well, how much do we like go into this? Because like, I have a ton of experiences and like things that connect me to my culture. And Justine was just like super honest and was like, I don't, and I'm still trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. So we can like talk a little bit about that, but this episode we mostly just like want to fill you guys in on what's been happening because a lot of like cool, fun things have been happening and like maybe sad things too, which we can yeah. share. But <laughs> sad, super sad. But um, I don't know. How do you want to like? How do you want to go about this right now? I mean, for the I was just googling the thing that I was. So I I feel like what I can talk about is um my grandpa's birthday. Yeah. Like kind of what I just shared with you. So I was telling her how I feel. I'm like, I don't know how to contribute to, um, you know, Hispanic Heritage Month because I don't really have much of the culture Mm -hmm. in me because Mm -hmm. it wasn't celebrated as I grew up. But my grandpa on my mom's side, which is very, I guess, Mexican and Spanish, and I'm still confused about it. I wish I had asked somebody at the party, like, Mm -hmm. what? I mean, I have a 23andMe test, but it's like, I don't know what part of that comes from my 
none of it comes from my dad's side because mm. we're like white on that side, like white as it gets. Um, but anyways, my grandpa, who's a Castillo, was turning 98 years old a few weeks ago. So we went up to celebrate him. And um, so he's my great grandpa and his name is Don. Mm-hmm. So Don Castillo. And he... Is it Don like D-O-N? Yeah. So Don, Don Castillo. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. oh see, I like Don. to hear it with the accent. <laughs> um, he was ma- married to my great-grandma and um, Della, and she's passed when I was, like, really young. I think I was 12. Um, and so she's no longer around, but her sister was there. And I, mm-hmm. it was so weird seeing her because I didn't know my great-grandma had a sister because I was mm-hmm. so young. I don't know what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at her at the party. I was like, why does that look like my my grand my great grandma who's mm-hmm. passed away? That's weird. And yeah. then I met her, and she was so sweet. Um, mm-hmm. She wanted to hug me, and she was like in a walker, and she explained to me that she was my great grandma's sister. And I was like, I was like, oh my god, like because what is that like a great great aunt or a great aunt yeah. or something? Yeah, it is. And I was just like amazed because I didn't know she existed, mm-hmm. and she's so old, and it makes me sad because I'm like well, I've just found this lady, but she's old. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It stinks. I wish I would have known about her sooner. Um, but she was sitting there talking to my grandpa in like full on blown Spanish. And I was just like staring. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. staring at them. I was, it was a moment for me. It was for like sure. a moment of full blown validation. Just like, yes. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just always feel confused about my culture and um the i'm i often question like am i really like mexican and spanish like i don't know so just just be validated by my relatives sitting there speaking in like fluent spanish beautiful and it was so cute to Mm -hmm. see them because that was his you know Mm sister-in-law at a point and it was just really sweet and Mm -hmm. it was cool Mm -hmm. so that made me really happy and i've you know, built a little like connection for me. So that's yeah. what I have to share. <laughs> I think those experiences are so important because like you don't know that you need this, but experiences like that, like fill a little piece of yourself that felt like was missing and you didn't yeah. know what could fill it. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like that. I feel like I'm still even getting that just from like going and having like adult conversations with my family. Like it's mm-hmm. so different as a kid, as a kid, you don't, think about these things like your brain your mind is just so like innocent and pure that you not that this isn't innocent but like you just aren't aware in that way but as an adult like having those experiences and conversations with your family is so like beautiful because you're like oh my gosh this is a piece of myself that I was missing Mm -hmm. you know so yeah yeah thanks for sharing that that's really cool and then there was also that I was trying to google I think it's called a coat of arms (laughs) yeah it is so it's it's basically what your family's um like okay, code of arms. Sorry, guys. I've I'm never heard this. of that. It's like I a literally shield. had no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, when Spain. You were so oh, is it a Spain? It's like is it this. Like a Spain thing. But yes, but it says Castillo on it, and then it said Spain, I think, and like it's your family. Like you pass it down. Yeah. So when my great grandpa passes away, he's probably gonna give it to my uncle Baron. Mm. When he passes away, he has a son. So mm. it's like it's that it's like yeah. a thing, and it could have been made a hundred years. I don't know. Probably actually over. If my grandpa has it, it's probably over a hundred years old. Yeah. Like unless wow. he's the one who made it. So 
I was like, that's cool too. Wow. Like that's validating. That's like so old. And, yeah. Cause yeah. otherwise it would say Mexico on it or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a, that came from a piece of the family that was from Spain. We do yeah. have Mexican in us, mm-hmm. but like, mm-hmm. I was like, that's so cool. I don't know why I didn't take a picture of it, but oh, yeah. That's so really cool. Yeah. It was neat. So yeah. that's, yeah, it was awesome. Oh. I'm seeing if it's in the background of this. Cause, oh, it's right there. Oh, it's not as cool as I thought it was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so cool though. That's it. Aww. Yeah. So anyway, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I feel like for me, there's so I need to like write everything <laughs> down that I'm thinking. Like after you leave, actually, that's on like my to do list because like I feel like in one way there's a lot of pressure about how I speak about it on social media because like people feel so differently about certain things. Um. Yeah. And I just like don't want to like be misunderstood or anything, or I don't want want anyone to invalidate my own experience or identity. But I, I'm just oh, sorry, uh, I dropped my mic. <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, I just feel so freaking proud. Like I just I love that I'm Latina, and like i don't think i'm overcompensating like now like i i'm sure like i talk about it a lot on social media but i talk about it because i know there's so many people that need that representation and need that validation and like i'm doing it for like the little girl in me who was like made fun of by the white kids for being too brown or for did i tell you what like kids used to call me and this was at church this was so sad so like my my real name obviously was valeria but white people couldn't say it, so they would say Valeria, and then kids would call me Valeria Diarrhea and say that I was brown like diarrhea. I have no words. Isn't that, that so sucks. crazy? Yeah, that's so awful. crazy. So, um, yeah, I feel like I'm just like oh as and like kids are stupid. Like on one yeah. on one end, it's like those kids don't they don't know what they're saying. They're just being brats. But also yeah. like. That's why it is so important to educate your kids at a young age, mm. because like I yeah. truthfully don't think my kids would ever point out someone else's like color of their skin and say like, oh, they're like brown or black like this and that, like something mm-hmm. offensive. Like, and I think because we have those discussions with them, and even though they're lighter, well, Hendrix is like kind of my skin color, but um, they're mixed. So I don't know. It's just like. It's so important to have those conversations with your kids at a young age. And I feel like I am proud of who I am today because I wasn't for so long in my life. Like so many in high school, I would pretend I didn't speak Spanish, even though my mom was a Spanish teacher, because I was like, oh, that's going to make me feel or look too like Mexican Mm -hmm. or like I would like. I mean, I think we all did this with like curly hair, but like I would like fry my hair from like straightening it because it's like, I don't want my curls to show. Like that's embarrassing. Like I'm going to look like ghetto or something. Or like I had a girl one time tell me like, oh, you probably shouldn't wear gold because you look too Mexican and that. And like the nameplate necklace that I wear all the time now, like it's so funny because everyone on Instagram is like, what shop did you get it? Like tag them or something. I'm like, I've had this since I was a baby and it's from Mexico. So you guys can't have it. But um, I almost sold this when I was in high school because I was so like embarrassed. I was like, I don't want gold. I don't want my name that looks so ghetto. That looks so Mexican. Yeah. And so I almost sold it so that I could like keep that money from the gold. But my mom actually talked me out of it. And I'm super thankful. She was like, I'll never forget that. She was like crying. And she's like, do not sell that. Mm. And I was like, why? It's just my name. And she's like, you have no uh, idea like how 
like beautiful it is to have that because it's like this is part of the culture to have like our names on a necklace or on a bracelet you have it as a child so um things like that so like yes i'm loud about my culture on social media and in real life like i feel like i'm just like you see what you get i'm just very like yeah this is who i am and if you have a problem with it like sorry yeah (laughs) or if i talk about it too much sorry like sorry you don't have enough spice in your life but (laughs) i didn't um, know this is from uh your childhood it's kind of funny that you say that because i just dropped off at may martin um a bracelet i had as a kid that says justine on it um to be rebeaded and rechained and i'm like whoa that's weird that yeah yeah Yeah. i've had it all this time it's not as cool as that but (laughs) (laughs) shut up that's cool that's really cool but yeah so i feel like um i'm definitely going to be talking about it more on social media like instagram just like through posts and stories about like experiences or how i connect or identify now um or even then whatever But um, I wanted to drop this book real quick. So I went to the library a few months ago and there was a table and it had like a sign that said Spanish books or something or like Spanish speaking books. And there was a book that's called the Latinas Bible. The um, author is Sandra Guzman. Um, And it's really beautiful. I would recommend it to almost anyone. It's um, I believe she's from Puerto Rico, Uh, but she just like validates like like any latina who reads this will feel validated and understood and like her message is like there is room for all of us at the table like we have to work together not against each other like people like to like especially on tiktok and i feel like it's a younger generation that are like oh how mexican are you how much are you this that that and it's like oh you're an osabo kid you don't speak spanish I had that freaking troll when I was in Mexico. I did like the anonymous link and someone Mm -hmm. was, I think it was the same person. They just kept like saying really like asking invalidating questions and like questioning like, oh, your Spanish is cringe. And I'm like, first off, you've never heard me speak in Spanish unless you were like family or like a close friend. And like, I know my Spanish is fine because I led a group of like eight people on a trip in Mexico, you know? And I'm able to communicate with my family who don't speak English. So anyways, I like in that moment, I was like, I feel like I have to prove myself right now. And that's so damaging to like Hispanics and like the Latino culture in general, because that's what makes people not want to jump like you, for example, like you feeling like, well, I didn't really like connect with it growing up. Like that would be so discouraging for you as someone who is Latina to want to begin that journey now to be like, oh, well, you missed out on your life or like, oh, your Spanish is cringe or oh, this and that. And so I really like the author of this book because she is basically saying it's never too late. You're going to find a lot of healing like through diving into your culture. You're going to feel understood by that. So I just wanted to encourage anyone out there too who might be feeling like, oh, like I'm this or like I'm half, but like I, I feel embarrassed or this and that because I'm like, you still can. Like don't let other people invalidate like, the journey you want to start now. So with that, <laughs> you should put the maybe a link. We could probably put it like a link for that book mm-hmm. in our show notes. I think that would be a good yeah. idea. I need to see like where they sell it because I got this at the library. It was literally a right. dollar. I like paid in oh, quarters wow. and I honestly <laughs> got it because the cover is so cute. I know. Like I, that would have just stood out. Look at the. Yeah. I saw it. There's like a picture of a heart with barbed wire and a flame on it. And I was like, ooh, that's like a cool tattoo idea. And I just bought it. 
but I've really connected with it. I've shed tears reading this because of like, there's a chapter for everything, like beauty standards. There's a chapter on like family and like so many things where I've just been like, wow, I've never felt so understood by a book. Here it is. Oh, Justine's looking on Amazon. Yeah. So it's, oh my God, it's $6. You guys, you need to get it. It's so good. Um, yeah, we'll put it, the link to this in the show notes. Yeah. Or you can just search for it, but we'll still link it anyways. Yeah. yeah. Also, you know what's crazy? This is like so cringe that I'm even saying, it's not that cringe, but. So we spent the weekend with some friends and majority of everyone there was white. And when Zach and I left, Zach and I were both discussing about how we noticed that my accent changes when I'm around <laughs> white people. I make my – Yeah, you're like masking. Isn't that so crazy? Because then when I'm around like Chantal, Sarai, Josh, Keith, I feel like that's like when I can truly like talk like, like myself. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, whoa, that's crazy that I subconsciously still do that because like hmm. that group of friends, they would never like make fun of me for the way I sound or something. Right. But it was just a weird moment to be like, ew, I'm masking my accent. Not that I even have a like a crazy accent, but like I was making myself sound like whiter, more sophisticated and something that my therapist is telling me to work on is not feeling like I need to perform. So that was like a little bit of a – I don't know. That was just like a weird moment for me. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. So, I, don't, I don't know. No, it's, that's interesting, yeah. honestly. I yeah. could see that because you were you were saying in high school you're trying to cover up the fact that mm -hmm. and you probably did try yeah you said that you would pretend you didn't know how to speak Spanish yeah. and stuff so there's like a little tiny bit of that left yeah but at least you're aware of it yeah I know none of my friends have met, ever made me feel that way but like my current friends but mm -hmm. it's just something weird I I guess a lot of it's a lot of unlearning and relearning right yeah, so I'm like yeah. trying to tell myself like you can't no one's gonna think you're get over to Mexican if you talk like this. Imagine. Like No, those um, are not friends you would want to yeah, have if that yeah. was the case. So so yeah. Anyways, um do you have any questions or any other thoughts before we move on? Um oh so not really related to that. Can I move on to what I was gonna oh, yeah. so just like really fast I wanted so someone kind like very in a very kind and educational way reached out to us and pointed out the fact that I, Justine, was um, addressing people of color as colored people, and I honestly didn't realize um, that it was a damaging way to refer to people people of color. So going forward, I'm not going to call them colored people. I, and it made sense when you do the research. That's how they were referred to when there was horrible racism. And yeah. I just genuinely thought that I was like, saying it properly so um people of color is is going to be the terminology that i use so i apologize i hope i didn't hurt anyone's feelings if i got an eye roll totally understandable um but you know we're learning all the time and i've since learned i'm like oh shit that's not <laughs> the way that you refer to people of color like yeah. so i feel slightly embarrassed but also like glad that person pointed that out to us and that and i can learn from it really loving way i think you said yeah. that but it was in a really nice way yeah it was like, in a, a really kind way and i'm glad because i don't want to keep like sitting here saying this and people are like oh like yeah why does she keep saying that and nobody's speaking up or saying anything to me i just sincerely had no idea so yeah I apologize and have learned and will say people of color from now on. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. yeah. I just, you know, I don't want to, obviously don't want to offend anyone. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not my intention. So yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> well, that's all that it's that's all we're gonna say. Okay, bye. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Imagine my gullible ass was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, thanks for saying that. I, I don't think a lot of people know that. And like I heard you saying that, but I didn't think anything of it because I am not offended by that word, but I could see how it is offensive. Yeah. Yeah, and the I've, history of it is yeah. that's offensive. And yeah. I, I always use the term like POC or like person of color mm-hmm. and so I like or black and brown, but I never – I was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. Either, yeah, so. or I think I was also saying like colored, mm-hmm. like, oh, my friend – I don't know. I, I forget exactly what was said, but yeah, so. Yeah. it's Yeah. Well, thank you for that. I'm sure other people feel – respected by that and yeah it's like we're all learning here we're all growing together we all just need to like have patience and mm-hmm. still be kind unless someone's being Super a direct ugly. asshole which yeah. like that happens yeah <laughs> that still happens but um it's all good so um we thought it'd be fun to just i think i said this earlier but to just go over life updates yeah. so since uh, we've been gone for so long i'm sure there's plenty of updates I know. to give yeah what are your updates besides that you've been my sick you've been <laughs> yeah. in the cave aside from that um my son started kindergarten mm-hmm. and so did valerie's so it's super crazy that they're both it's kind of cute they're both i wish they were going to the same school I know. but yeah they both started kindergarten so um yeah kindergarten's new it's crazy because when he was a baby i remember i used to look at him and say like you're gonna be a little kindergarten one day like that's insane (laughs) i know do you you know what i mean like officially i feel like that's like i have a kid not a baby not a Mm -hmm. toddler but like i have a kid child yeah and it's only just gonna keep rolling like Mm -hmm. they're they're gonna be in first grade in no time Mm -hmm. and then before we know it you know we're gonna be old um yeah but yeah so that's new it's going pretty well he's still in his like transitional like he is getting a little bit of separation anxiety in the morning which is interesting yeah because like at his other schools he wasn't but this is also a long day six hours for a five-year-old is a long time yeah and there's a lot of i feel like it's exhausting for him because he's special ed yeah and there's just like a lot of things that they work on that's different than perhaps like what hendrix experiences yeah um like a lot of because they're trying to mainstream them essentially so they're constantly like correcting like okay we don't do it like this we do it like that um or ot like occupational therapy they're teaching them how to hold something or i just feel like there's a lot of i don't know i I feel like it's a lot more work for special needs kids so um i think that is a little exhausting for him i don't know if that makes sense Mm -hmm. what i'm saying (laughs) well and it's a transition in itself too like you guys moved back to costa mesa he's in a new school yeah summer's ended so i think transitions in general are just going to be it's a lot hard and a lot for anyone yeah yeah and especially a little five-year-old because he was in his pre-k but he did so well that she graduated him to a different pre-k once that ended summer school Mm -hmm. started and then you know you go to kindergarten so um it's been a lot of transitions but i'm really proud of him um so yeah kindergarten for the boy and then he got a haircut yesterday yeah he looks like a little man now he was so pissed at me how short is it um i just left like a couple inches on the top like typical like 
little cut, you know, like super short. Yeah. It was getting out of control, hard to brush and stuff. And then he doesn't like to have it brushed. So I'm like, well, we cut his hair like twice a year and he acts like I'm amputating like his limbs. Like it is so drama. Oh, my Ugh, God. But, yeah. Ugly. So, yeah, he got a little haircut. And then my other update is, um, you know, I had my fall candle launch, um, which was amazing. It mm-hmm. did. It was very successful. It did very well. I'm really proud of the line. Um, the blends are just so cozy and just very fall. And, um, yeah, it was my best launch to date ever, ever, ever. Um, had the so most cool. sales in yeah. in the one weekend of launching. And that was such – it was like – I think it was right on the dot of 90, 90 sales um, from Friday to Sunday. And that feels really good to have. Yeah. I mean, that's a – that's – I just whenever I picture like a number of people who have purchased or done something, I picture like ninety people. Like you couldn't fit ninety people in this room. You couldn't have conversations with ninety people with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like picturing the mm-hmm. number, and then not yeah. only that, but the breakdown of how many candles were purchased within those ninety sales is like, I'm just really thankful, and it continues to. Like my Halloween candles keep selling mm-hmm. out. I did like a pre-order mm-hmm. and I'm making, it's like 38 of the trick or treat down main street. And I've already sold 36 of them. Like that's oh a lot. Yeah. That's a that's lot. Crazy. So yeah, it's been super, a super productive and successful season. I feel like I've learned a lot. I've really, um, you know, last couple of weeks working, just told myself to slow down and enjoy work, stop mm-hmm. rushing and trying to like, essentially, not that I could mass produce, but like, I just feel like I was making things in such large batches um, all at once mm-hmm. that I was starting to like, cr- like cringe at my own, like, oh my gosh, it kind of scared me. I was like, do I not like this anymore? Because mm-hmm. I was trying to just produce so many candles at once. But the last couple of weeks I've been just like, hey, let's just like make a couple batches today and like go slow and steady mm-hmm. and like really pay attention to what you're doing. Cause like those, um, so this candle that I sell, it's like inspired by Disneyland trick or treat down Main Street. And it has like a, it's not my usual look, but it has like a whipped top mm-hmm. and like it has a pumpkin down the center and like a bunch of Mickey heads and everything's made out of wax. And then there's some like eco glitter. It's just a really pretty candle, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that's like it's very um, like piping the frosting. It's crazy. You have to whip the wax mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time. It has to be a certain consistency. And the first batch I made, I was just trying to do it kind of fast, mm-hmm. and a lot of them. And there was I'm not ex- there was wax on the wall on the floor. Oh like gosh. I got it in my eye, and I was like, oh my god, this is horrible. And then <laughs> last night before I fell, uh, which is a whole other story, I was like, (laughs) I was so, I can tell that story real quick too. (laughs) I was so zen in my candle making, like I had a rhythm going, everything was coming out perfect and it was great. So that felt good to like kind of reconnect with the way I used to be connected with candle making. Mm -hmm. I think since I've moved like summer and fall, we're just like, okay, I got to like make all them like I did put a lot of heart and love into it but it was all done so fast so yeah um yeah so I fell yesterday um (laughs) Um, uh, okay uh, I'll try to explain it so (laughs) I was sitting on a bar stool which is like my work bar my worklet stool whatever 
And in my garage, my neighbor was talking to me from, she lives basically on the same property as me. And she's just chatting with me from 30 feet away. And my garage was rolled open and that's where my workspace is. And um, I just ever so slightly leaned back and (laughs) the platform of this stool so where you sit came detached from the base and like slid backwards, like horizontally backwards and then straight down the back. And like, obviously I was seated in it. So um, when I fell, I don't even know like what it looked like, obviously, (laughs) because I fell and I was the one. And um, I don't know how this happened, but something was exposed. I think it was, I guess, the platform of the bar or the, I keep calling a bar stool, the stool. And it scratched the hell out of my leg. Like I have legs, both of them. Yeah. Like I have like 12, 14 inch long, like gashes in my leg and like it hurts and I'm sore and I think I'm going to be bruised in like my knee pit. Um, And like, obviously I fell onto my back too. So I have old back injuries that was my biggest like i just laid there stunned for like i don't know how long the woman was too to what is it what is it from it's a tiktok sound it's like oh. the woman was too stunned to speak oh yeah that would have been a perfect if that had been recorded um but yeah then i just heard my neighbor and i'm like on the floor she goes oh oh she like something like oh my gosh she's like wait are she's like do you want help i was like yes and then she like came over and um she's like so sweet about it just like asking if I was okay and stuff and I was and I I had to ask her I was like did you see like she's like yeah I saw the whole the whole thing I was like what did it look like she's like I was it was slow motion and (laughs) it's slow motion but also happened so fast that you like don't have enough time to like yeah like I think she couldn't process it because we were just in the middle of a sentence (laughs) I wish I could have. And that happened. Yeah. And then we were laughing because I was, she's like, I don't want to laugh. I was like, no, it's funny because like I'm not seriously injured. But yeah, yeah, then my leg just started bleeding a lot. Like it was so bad that, you know, when you get cut and it takes a minute to start bleeding, it was like that. So that was a really, honestly, a scary moment. (laughs) Um, Yeah. The screws at the bottom of my stool fell out, I guess. And I did thrift that chair. So if you guys thrift, Oh, so you can't sue them. Yeah. You can't sue anyone. If you thrift a stool, just make sure the top is Ugh. secured, I guess, is the Dang. lesson. <laughs> that sucks. I'm glad you're yeah. okay. Yeah, so I'm all sore today. Ugh. My back hurts now. I didn't hurt yesterday, but now my back yeah. hurts today. So I love that for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's. I think that's kind of all. Oh, your gym. Well, our gym. Oh, yeah. So I started going back to the gym, and it just seems like life is like, ha, fuck you. Like, because I started the gym when I was like, okay, I'm not sick anymore. Mm-hmm. And then a few days into that, I fell ill again. And then now I think I only have like one or two weeks left of the 99 trial. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, $99 trial. Um, so I actually might call them today and just be like, look, I fell. <laughs> um, I don't know if maybe in a week I can work out, but yeah. like, can you pause it? I don't yeah. know if they can, but um, it's worth a try. So yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to permanently join that gym, mm. to be honest. It's just if I was utilizing the childcare, mm-hmm. I think so. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. a whole off the mic topic. Yeah. Could, yeah. Because yeah. I wanted to update you with that. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, no pressure. Yeah. But. We haven't even really been able to go kind of a few times to the same class. But yeah. 
I love it. I love the trainers there. I love yeah, Lauren's the vibes. I love everything. Yeah. So, um, okay. Update for me. I started therapy. Yay. Thank you, everyone. Um, <laughs> I don't know why it took me so long. Oh, I mean, I kind of do. No one was getting back to me. And then I actually was going to go the route. A lot of people have been asking me. I feel like we're just at that season in our lives where everyone just needs therapy. But um, a few <laughs> friends have been asking, like, which route I ended up going through. And I initially started off with insurance. Um, I was just going to do it through health insurance because I didn't want to have to, like, pay for it. It's just, like, another – it gets expensive, you know? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure how often I was going to be going. Um And then my therapist canceled on me twice, like day of meeting. And he understandably got COVID, so obviously couldn't meet. But he was really pushing to do virtual and like nothing against people who do virtual or anything virtual. But for me, because I have kids and because I work from home, I just couldn't have another thing that was at home. Um, I feel like the drive – even though it's only like a 10, 15 minute drive or whatever to therapy, like I feel like it really preps my mindset. Like I pray on the drive there. I just kind of like, and it's nice driving. I feel like I get a lot of my thoughts out when I'm driving. I think it's because you can't focus on anything else. Like you're forced to just like focus on the road. And I feel like that's when things kind of come up for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So the drive there and then the drive home, like I could not imagine doing therapy in my house and then like (laughs) opening the door and like, being mom again, you know, like yeah. right away, like I cannot make that switch so you fast. You get that process time yeah. on the way home. Yeah. That's such a good point. Yeah. And so um, the therapist through insurance that canceled on me, he – no shade to anyone, but he was just like an old white dude and mm. I just like need – I have been requesting a Latina therapist. Um. I wanted a woman. I wanted someone who understood my culture, like shared that with me. Um, And I got the complete opposite of that. (laughs) And he never said anything like wrong. I just, just from like the simple conversation I had with him on the phone about like rescheduling and like the reasons why I wanted to start therapy, I was just like, I don't, we don't click. Like I don't connect with you. Like you're not someone who's going to understand me. Not that I need to be 100% understood, but I, I don't know. That was just something that's really important to me. I feel very intimidated. I'm not going to lie by old white people. Um, I get yelled at by old white men all the time. They love to just like yell at me. Um, so I was just like, okay, thanks. But like, no, thanks. I'll revisit this later. And I ended up going through another place that focuses mostly on like family and marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of my friends go here and they – kept referring me to it. So I was like, I'm just going to bite the bullet if I have to pay. Or I mean, I knew I was going to have to pay. But yeah. I was like, I know I'll have to pay whatever. Like there will be money for that. I'll figure it out. And um, my therapist is – I don't know how old. He, he looks young. He maybe looks like my age. But mm-hmm. he, it's a guy. <laughs> and he's Asian. And I love him. We're besties. And I feel like we connect very well together. And even though he's not – Latina or Hispanic, I feel like the fact that he is of a different culture, like he could understand like the, I don't know, I'm mostly going for childhood trauma and like tough family situations at the moment and like boundaries and such. So I feel like someone from a different culture could understand that. Um, 
because a lot of my white friends are like boundaries, boundaries. Like they love mm-hmm. to say the word boundaries and they love to place those with family. And for the most for like most of the time it works for them. But like I'm like, you guys don't know my family. Like if I were to say like I'm putting up a boundary, like my mom would freaking throw a chunk line at my head. <laughs> so just having someone to understand the the how complex it is to have family of a different culture is super I don't know. It's just I'm super grateful for that. Um, he asks me all the right questions. He talks back with me, which is nice because I was like, I don't want to just be like talking, talking the entire at, time. He like he thought he like allows for there to be pauses and like then asks a really good question. And I'm like, frick, man, you got me there, you know. So I feel I'm I mean, I know I just started, but I feel like I've already been starting to unpack a lot and like he's leaving me with homework, which I like too. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. I'm always focused on like growth. Like how can I, how can I grow? How can I be better? You know? And he's, I like that he leaves me with homework and like part of the journey of therapy is to grow, but he's also like, there doesn't always have to be like a goal. Like the goal doesn't have to be the goal. Like the journey can be the goal. And I'm like, dang, that's deep. Oh wow. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like him. I've been enjoying that. And I feel like in general, I've been like very in tune with like my body. We were kind of saying this yesterday. I feel a little bit more introverted. And I think that's because I'm acknowledging a lot of emotions and a lot of trauma and things. And it feels good to want to be introverted. Not going to lie. Like, um, I think a lot of people think I'm an extrovert, which like I am in a social setting, but I 100% recharge alone. I'm like, I don't even want my husband when I'm recharging. I'm like, everyone leave me alone. So it's been really good to like want to just take things easier lately. Like I don't feel like I have to say yes to everything and it feels really good. Um, But on the other note, we've been doing a lot of really fun things. So like we, I hosted a dinner party the other night Mm, and it was was super vibey and fun. And then, um, um, I feel like all my friends have been turning 30, like three of my friends in a week and a half have turned 30. Mm -hmm. And so it's just been a lot of like, I don't want to say partying because like not even that, but like just a celebration of life, celebration for my friends, a gratefulness for my friends and to like, be with them in this next year. Your 30s are such a life-changing decade, I've heard, and I'm really excited to hit 30 soon. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm wrapping up my last few weddings next month, so that's exciting. That's really cool. Um, I've been, like, on an editing queue lately. I just have been, like, editing glue to my computer. So I think that's, like, too, I feel introverted is, like, I've just been so drained by – work on that end but I also know there's like light at the end of the tunnel so I'm did excited did you finish that wedding yet I finally did oh, yeah geez. Justine like for the past two weeks was like I have a wedding that was due like two weeks ago and she, and I like I keep asking and then her, two weeks passed and I was like no I'm still working <laughs> no I finished that one but I have another that's one crazy. that I'm working on that's like because I don't think people know this about weddings like what's hard is like it's not like the day of shooting per se it's it's like the editing turnaround. So like in July, I had three weddings on the same weekend, basically. So like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Mm -hmm. and then all those weddings are now due at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I'm having to finish like weeks of work in like the same timeline, if that makes sense. It does make, yeah. So that's why like there are times when I'm like, I'm so stressed with editing. And then there are times when I'm like, oh, I can edit for a few hours and then like Mm -hmm. go read a book outside. Like I don't think I've done anything like that in a long time. Yesterday I was like staring 
outside from like my bed as I was working and I was like, wow, it would be really nice to just like lay outside, but like I have to edit. So yeah. it's been yucky, but whatever. You're almost there. I'm almost, almost there. I'm almost done. Um, this weekend we're hosting a concert at our house. Keith and Emily, you know, you guys know Keith, Walk Jog. He so wrote our intro. He he did our intro. He's been on the podcast two times already. <laughs> um, and that's it. He's never allowed back on again. <laughs> He's reached his He's, limits. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I'm excited for that. We love hosting. So and like I honestly love their music. And like even Hendrix it's in the so car fun. the other day, he calls uh, Keith like either Theo Keith or Theo oh. Fartsmeller. So he's like, can you play Theo Fartsmeller's music? Oh, <laughs> okay. That is so funny. <laughs> Why does he call him that? Because um, Keith, during like when we first started talking about the podcast, uh-huh. we were trying to figure out how to record this. If you guys don't know, I suck with technology. Like I, for the life of me, cannot figure out how to do anything. And Keith was even like, that's why she shoots film because like she doesn't want to learn technology. Oh my gosh. But he was oh, trying yeah. to help me <laughs> yeah. and like figure out how to use, I don't even, QuickTime? It was something. No, not QuickTime. I don't know. It's some platform, something on the <laughs> Mac. But, um, <laughs> oh my gosh. and he was saying like, oh yeah, and you just like click this audio file and you like convert it to this and this. And then he was trying to name the file and he's like, let's just name it like fart smeller or something. Oh. And Hendrix was there in that moment thought and funny. thought it was the funniest thing. And he's like, you're a fart smeller. So that's where it's stuck. That's, oh, that is yeah. so funny. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, but anyways, I feel like, is that it? I feel like there's so much more. I feel very chatty this morning. I feel like you haven't talked as much as me. <laughs> um I'm like blah, 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 blah. no it's fine i no, I, I mean i talked a lot about stuff too i'm trying to think if there's anything else i'm like i, I mean honestly yeah i feel like i covered all my updates i don't really okay. know what else is new kindergarten candles falling yeah. off my chair and getting back into the gym yeah um is there anything new what's one thing you've done this week that has been for you like something refreshing um i know there's got to be something for me i mean that's not for me i was gonna talk about oh i saw that's another thing uh me and matt celebrated our sixth year anniversary on monday yep so technically our anniversary is on september 11th but i told him we're changing it to september 12th because (laughs) That's a sad day. It's a sad day. And it's I always birthday. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah, and I always feel guilty, like, posting anniversary stuff on mm. September 11th because everyone's posting. I know it's fine, but, like, I just – yeah, so we're changing the day to September 12th. Or maybe we should do the 10th. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so – but for myself, oh, well, I almost feel like – I know this isn't – the answer that you would think like it wasn't taking a bath or going for a walk or something like that but um honestly working last night um like the way that I set it up was very like I remember piping my candles like the frosting looking Mm -hmm. stuff and thinking like like I feel so connected to this again and Mm -hmm. like this feels so therapeutic right Mm -hmm. now and like so I was like I don't know how to explain it. it was like a feeling of because I am such a creative person yeah. and having ADHD and being a creative can sometimes be 
really difficult because you're you're trying to indulge in this creative um, like thing that you're doing, but sometimes you're doing five different creative things mm-hmm. at once, or you're doing two creative things but trying to keep the house clean, mm-hmm. run this errand, or do that. So like you're not fully present in your creativity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like in candle making, I'm thinking of a million other things, like perhaps guilt that Matt and Hunter are at the beach mm-hmm. and I'm not with them, but I'm over here making it. And last night I just I, I don't know, I have this like clear visual of me just like do it like doing the candle and adding and I was like oh my god this is so pretty like I'm so proud of this like I'm not frustrated I'm chill I got good music running in the Mm. back so I did feel like that was very for me you Mm. know what I mean so that was a really good moment with myself and it's just I know I keep bringing this up and it was not like 20 minutes later (laughs) that I fell and I was like right right then and there yeah and it's fine though like the the fall was like it's kind of weird I took it even my neighbor's like, you took that really well. She's like, honestly, I would have screamed and like been crying. And she's like, you were so calm. And you're like, yeah, I need help. <laughs> I was like on the floor, you know. <laughs> um, That's funny. I just, Matt came out and was like, oh my gosh, what happened? Oh my, he was like kind of not freaking out, but I was like, it's fine. Like it hurts, but like. That's why when I text you, I was like, bro, I just fell, LOL, or something like that. It's just like, it's not, I'm not going to make this big drama out of it. But anyway, yeah, that's, what about you? What's one thing that you've done Mm. for yourself? I haven't, I mean, it's so hard because it's like you have these things that you do for yourself, but they're Mm -hmm. like habits or like human, like, what's it called? Human rights, but like taking a shower and things like that. But um, I mean, aside from like going to the gym, which I don't really, I I like that that feeds me, but it's not like, oh, I could take a deep breath and I feel inspired and I feel refreshed. Hmm. That's more like I have this like pent up energy and I need to like get (laughs) it somewhere and then it feels good to be strong. (laughs) But um, oh, we actually went to the beach last night and that was really nice. We, We haven't gone like in the evening in a long time as like a family because mm-hmm. um, the kids go to bed so freaking early, early. especially with yeah. like school starting like they're both so tired but we we're like you know what screw it like we'll feed them to keep them happy and it was really nice the water's been super warm lately um today i'm gonna do that too i'm gonna just lay outside at the beach and kill some time before i have to pick up um the kids from school so nice yeah. Also, that dinner was really fun. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Did I tell you I threw up that night? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I threw up after my own dinner. Not because of the food. I just – I don't know what happened. Yeah, that's gnarly. I had, I had three glasses of wine, but, like, I've had more wine before, and it's never done that to me. So I'm a little embarrassed, but – Was anyone there? Because I was gone. No, it was gone. It was like when I was laying in bed, like getting oh, ready to go to like I had oh, taken my melatonin. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt really dizzy and I I'm gonna sound so bougie, but I haven't actually I haven't drank in a long time. Like even though we've had parties and stuff, I just have been like completely sober. I just didn't have I didn't feel like drinking. I'm like, this is kinda lame. Yeah. Um but then that night I had wine, but the only wine I've been having lately has been natural wine. Because I swear I'm allergic to like the sulfites in wine or something. Because mm. I wake up with headaches, which is what happened yesterday too. 
So I had like three glasses of whatever wine was out there. And I was joking around like, oh, no one brought natural wine. But I really think that's what did it was not having natural wine. Yeah. My body's bougie. I'm sorry, guys. Like (laughs) I can eat from like street food tacos and stuff. And like that does nothing. But for some reason when it's like drinks and stuff, I'm like it has to be – or like my alkaline water has to be. Yeah. Your body's picky about it. My body's a temple. I just – Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it was a really sweet dinner. It was fun to like, I don't know. I don't, I don't like to say I have best friends, but like, it was nice to have a chunk of my best friends under like the same roof, like sharing food together. That sounds super lame. And then like, even with the music going, like I made that playlist, like I know the songs, like fitting the vibe perfectly. So like, that was just something that was really sweet for me to watch. A love language of mine is to see my friends connecting with each other so yeah that was really cool and they give you guys like a visual if you didn't see in her stories or anything it was like um it was like a how would you explain that you're seated on the floor which sounds like uncomfortable but it wasn't so you're kind of sitting indian style or however you want and there's they piled two crates on top of each other it looked like but a really long to create the table and then what they really pretty like tablecloth and the whole table was just gorgeous the way it was decorated there was a bunch of limes and different types of bowls and there was like uh clear glass like votive candle holders and the candlesticks i think were all like a like a dark blue like almost yeah. like a earth toned blue like they a were deep blue, i think they right? were gray and then the flowers oh, are they blue. gray yeah oh the we had like a chef it's not as fancy as it sounds i promise but my friend's friend um lives in the midwest and she is trying to move to california for like opportunities and creativity job creative jobs and stuff so she had asked if she could host a dinner at our house since we have this space and i was like yeah totally um she had a full-on mood board (laughs) color scheme and everything so the colors were like a menu she put menus on each plate and like there was dessert there was like a uh an appetizer entree and then dessert after that dessert was i'm been craving it It so good she made like a a passion fruit (laughs) sorbet it was a sorbet According to Valerie, oh, according to me, yeah, it was like a uh, what was it a lime lemon lime sorbet, um, passion said? fruit. Yeah, the sorbet was lemon or lime, and then that fried thing on top was the passion fruit. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. yeah. Because she was saying something was wrong with like the lemons or oranges she was trying to squeeze, so she had to use lime for the sorbet. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah. And then the like little crispy fried thing on top was the passion fruit. Yeah. I've never had passion fruit. Oh, really? My mouth is watering right now. <laughs> it was so. God, you've oh never had passion fruit. I don't even know what it looks like. Yeah. What? I'm gonna Google image it. Yeah. I didn't know. It's a. It's a. I don't want to say it's an Hispanic fruit, but I have only eaten that fruit in Peru. Uh-huh. And in Peru, it's called lucuma, or in Spanish, oh, looks- yeah, that's what it looks like. We're googling photos, dude. The seeds, if you eat it, it's so good. The Is it seeds good? are Ew, crunchy that and good. Gross trypophobia, you. It actually no? doesn't trigger my trypophobia. Oh wow, I don't. Yeah. Like, it looks like um. Okay, I don't want to talk shit on it, but it looks like a bunch of maggots. Oh well, when you say that, no, that's all I'm gonna see. No, it's so good. the The taste will make up for it. But do you just scoop it out of the center and mm-hmm. eat it? You oh can. wow! They have yogurt, popsicles, ice cream. Everything is maracuya. Oh. Yeah. You know, maybe I've had a passion fruit flavored this or that, and I didn't really think about what it actually was. If that makes sense. So mm. yeah. Well, it's really good. Um, you guys missed out. Sorry, our mouths are all watery now. I know. Like, mm-hmm. It was so good. <laughs> but um, yeah. 
it was fun. It was a good night. Nice. So. Um, okay, well, we mentioned this the last time, but we're going to be launching episodes bi-weekly now. Yep. So, um, no. Is that right? Bi-weekly, yeah. Every other week. Yeah, it's bi-weekly. Twi- bi-monthly. I think bi-weekly is twice a week. No, bi-weekly is, it means twice a month. No. Yes, it does. I Look, I'm going to Google so. it. I think bi-weekly means twice a week. Bi-weekly. Oh my gosh, we're figuring this out. Anyways, we're going to go every other week so twice a month every two weeks oh it could be either done mm-hmm. produced or occurring so we're both right every two weeks or twice a week every, that's very yeah. confusing because that's those so, are two very different things i didn't know that because i've only ever heard or perceived bi-weekly as because when you, a lot of people get paid bi-weekly that's like when you start a new job like what's my pay it's bi-weekly so that means every other week you get paid but I guess it also means twice a week, too. So it's like, that's how so would people confusing. even know? Yeah, that's so ugly. Well, Very confusing. Anyways, okay. every two weeks. <laughs> no, every other week. Every two weeks, also. We're just going to argue. It's <laughs> <laughs> the ugliest Those both, both make sense. Every uh, other week or every two twice weeks. Twice a month. Twice, twice a, month. a month. Okay, twice a month. Let's do this. Oh, my God. <laughs> we will be releasing episodes twice a month, every other week. Every two weeks, <laughs> bi-weekly, bi-monthly. <laughs> um, so oh just follow gosh. us on Instagram and we'll just we'll let you guys, guys know. updated. Yeah. We'll, sorry we were MIA for a little bit. We have the rest of our uh, year planned out, so we'll mm-hmm. make sure we'll be here and not disappear like that. But Yeah, and we um, have fun episodes coming up like um, Halloween. for Halloween. We'll have like yeah. a spooky Ooh. episode. <laughs> yeah. That's um, be fun. That'll be fun. Not for everyone, so yeah. listen – Listen if that's your thing. But anyways, okay. Thanks for listening. Thank we'll talk you. to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.